0: And then the next part of that is usually what people don't love to hear is it's really the basics. It's the small things. There's nothing sexy about what I end up telling people. And sometimes they're like, really, that's, that's what I need to do. Mm -hmm. I need to make sure that I'm adequately hydrated. (laughs) I need to make sure that I get the right nutrition. And again, that's individual. Mm -hmm. Um, I need to make sure that I'm getting adequate sleep. Again, also individual, but, you know, seven to nine hours
1: consistently. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Kinseido Corner. Today's episode, episode number 37. And I've got the pleasure of having yet another one of my peers from the recent HINSA performance coach certification course that I did. Um, If you've been a regular listener to the podcast, you will have recognized that I already had two guests previously from my Hinsa course, um, Jasmine from Germany and uh, Sam from the Netherlands. And today I'm thrilled to have Jenny from Florida, but currently in Spain, on the show. And she is um, the reason why she's currently in Spain is because she works as a mental performance coach in the motorsport world. So with athletes, with people that are supporting the athletes in the motorsport. And yeah, and as I said, she works on the mental side of the performance. So not, not just getting them to be fit and drive quickly, but what goes on behind uh, between the ears. And, uh, and this is a really, really fascinating uh, topic. So hi, Jenny. Welcome.
0: Hi, Johannes. Nice to see you again. Um, it's It's been a little while, but always a pleasure.
1: Uh, nice to see you as well. Right. So typically... Um, I sometimes with the uh, with first time guests I jump a little bit into their background what brought them to the place where they are but maybe today I want to try something a little bit different given that what you do is also different than most of the other guests that I've had on the show so let's jump straight into mental performance what what is that
0: Yeah that that's like the million dollar question I feel like the one where um everybody is always like what 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 is it that you do I don't understand um and interestingly I feel like I've been explaining that a lot here in Spain because apparently what I do is not really understood here in Spain it's it's definitely a new thing so I've been making a lot of um comparisons and I've, I've been asking people if, if they maybe know who Lewis Hamilton is and and then trying to say do, do you know who Angela the the, the, the the shorter blonde that's with him and then trying to to paint a lot of pictures right is sometimes I think it's helpful for people if if it's a concept that's completely foreign to them if you can paint a little bit of a picture so what the heck is mental performance and what what do I do um, really, mental performance is just being able to be at your best, um, performance, right. Be at your best level, whether that shouldn't be, you know, on the, the, the motorsport side of things. So being able to feel like you are performing optimally on a consistent basis. And, and that's really kind of it in a nutshell. So what do I do to help people to perform at their optimal levels? Um, it could be a lot of different things, but maybe we take a look at some areas of self-confidence or self-worth because maybe they're struggling with some of those things. And that could be related to several different things that, you know, it might be, um, that they, are giving a lot of time to other people, but maybe not giving that time back to themselves. So it could be as simple as we take a look at their calendar and say, hey, um, is it possible that you're going to carve out some time here to go for a walk? It's Just really simple and basic. You know, go for a walk in the middle of the day. Are you going to schedule some time for yourself to relax a bit? Are you gonna schedule some time to eat your lunch, not at your desk? Just very simple things like that, right? Um, maybe it is that they aren't prioritizing sleep. And so we need to take a look at what their sleep and their recovery looks like. Maybe it's that they have, because they're prioritizing other people, um, their nutrition is maybe not where they want it to be. And so then some of those other areas are, are also not um, ideal. Maybe the biomechanics is is not great. And, and people listening are going to be like, maybe what's biomechanics, but yeah. are you able to live pain-free? Are you able to move in a way that um, is pain-free? Are we sitting too much? And, and maybe do we need to get up more throughout the day? So really the the mental performance piece sometimes can come back to a lot of other things that people think of day-to-day, um, the sleep, the nutrition, the recovery, the physical activity, um, but it all really impacts your ability to think clearly and to focus and to be at your best.
1: Hmm. Okay, yeah, that's 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 interesting. And I mean, this all the kind of key words that you that you mentioned there obviously come back to the the Hinsa model that we learned about the the so-called circle of better life, um, and uh, and we can touch on right. that uh, a little bit if we want. But what I find um, what I found kind of funny is in the beginning you mentioned you having to explain a lot in spain what you do because it's just people just don't know may not not to say they don't know but they've not been exposed to to this kind right. of um to this level of uh of support almost or this level of coaching um for people and and funny enough i find that where europe kind of might be behind the states asia is always <laughs> more steps still behind europe so probably here when you speak about mental performance you'll get blanks you'll get completely yeah people will not know what you're talking about at all
0: right yeah um and i yeah a little bit yeah okay. it's okay though i i got most of what you were saying um yeah i i feel i feel like it, it is really just a um A lack of exposure because um, coaching is still fairly new in a in a lot of places. Um, Just because you know, in the US, it's been around. Yeah, I was just gonna. I was just saying that that just because in the US, coaching is is you know fairly common now. It's been around for a while. There's you know degrees in it that you can get certifications and also several other um areas in Europe where it's more common and and it's become more mainstream that doesn't mean that it's it's super common everywhere right and I don't think that it's fair to assume that just because you you go to a a place or a country or that um that it that it's going to be just the norm there and so that's been really interesting to me that um and and an eye-opening really that you know, even though people are seeing and um, watching Formula One, or they're watching maybe some other sport where they can physically see coaches, hmm. maybe the, that, um, that connection is not necessarily being made as to what these people are. And I think a lot of times, they just assume that that person is, is, their, is their trainer, right? And as hmm. we know, that person is so much more than that, there's so much more that goes on.
1: Yeah, yeah, that that's that's good, and it's 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 so it's so important that you mention or that you bring up the word trainer because it's uh, it's often seen as synonymous, right? People they just you know coach trainer, it just gets um, it just gets swapped out, um, and and um, perhaps even more so in the kind of the space where my audience typically comes from, which is like the CrossFit world everyone's a coach everyone's a coach but but maybe not so much in the sense that uh, in the sense of the word that that you that you understand to be a coach that uh, that the hinsa model understands to be a coach so when it comes to um things that we talked about or that you mentioned about making sure they they eat right making sure they 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 get enough sleep i think these are things that people can kind of make the connection and be like okay yeah i can see i can see why a coach or or why why i would be getting this kind of advice from a coach but what maybe let's come back then to the to the mental performance if i'm thinking and you mentioned lewis hamilton if i'm thinking okay he's so he's sitting in the car he's driving very very fast how and and presumably you are not on his earpiece or, or his coach is not on his earpiece so how is the mental coach influencing the performance at that moment? Or or are they not? Uh, is it is, is the work done before? And basically when they're in the car, then it's up to them. And I think
0: what you just said is a very important distinction because the question I get asked so often, um, especially athlete-related, is well, why aren't you at the track? Mm. And what I have to say is the work that that we do mental performance coaches sports psychologists anybody that that deals with the the more mental side of the sport and those two things are used pretty interchangeably by the way so sports psychologist mental performance coach um there are a lot of psychologists that work as mental performance coaches mm-hmm. there are a lot of sports psychologists that that call themselves um, performance coaches um, at Hinsa, it's pretty interchangeably used um, Although some of the psychologists just prefer to call themselves psychologists, just it really depends. but um, to your point, yes um, the the very similar probably to, to the training aspect maybe that's easier for people to to make that connection. when you're training for a race and for um, you know whether that's a, a a motorsport event or for a triathlon or for really for anything, even even the CrossFit games, right? Mm -hmm. All of that training happens up until the event, right? It's the same thing with the mental performance side of things. All of that training and all of that preparation happens up to the event. Um, Hopefully that athlete is prepared and is in the right mindset and has the right amount of sleep and nutrition and all the things that can help, but also has some of those, those, those fundamental things put in place, whether that's you know, visualization or certain routines or um, you know, whatever it is that, that they have in their toolbox that is helpful for them um ahead of time on a race day on a a qualifying um you know whatever that happens to be in order to put them in the right mindset so when they go and get into the car get onto the bike and the helmet goes on they are literally tuned in and all of this stuff is is just outside noise and they're able to focus and it's it's go time
1: right right so how, how do you do that? How do you, how, <laughs> how and, and, and how do, or what can someone who is not Lewis Hamilton, what can someone who is in a, in a local competition here on the weekend, uh, what can they take away? Or maybe, maybe it's a two-part question. How do you do that with, let's say, the, the ones whose livelihood is, is their race, so to say? And how do you, and what can second part of the question? What can normal weekend warriors take away from this?
0: Right, and I I would say that whenever I get asked this question, I first of all I always I always um, I always start it with it depends on the person, right? Because every single person is going to have their their plan they're going to have their their way that they like to do things and so that's that's for me that's the fun part of coaching is never is a situation the same and even if i have a um like a hint, So we have a um a, a, a survey that we do for our clients and and depending on the level of the clients there's sometimes there's many more things that 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 are involved as well but um, Never is a situation the same. Mm-hmm. Never could I show up and go, I'm going to apply this thing that I applied before to somebody because every person is is individual. And then the next part of that is usually what people don't love to hear is it's really the basics. It's the small things. There's nothing sexy about what I end up telling people. And sometimes they're like, really, that's that's what I need to do. I need to make sure that I'm adequately hydrated. (laughs) I need to make sure that I get the right nutrition. And again, that's individual. Um, Mm -hmm. I need to make sure that I'm getting adequate sleep. Again, also individual, but, you know, seven to nine hours consistently. I need to make sure that I have consistent bed, uh, sleep and wake times. Um, Literally the, the basic building blocks No, they're not sexy. I'm Mm -hmm. sorry. They're not, they're never going to be sexy, but there's a reason that you see them so many times because they actually work. You need to move, um, often and you, you need to move, um, in, in in different, different ways, right? Like, um, quickly, um, slowly, depending on the, the time of the day. So your body can get ready to go to sleep. Um, the reason that that people don't suggest um, that you work out it's later into the evening, because mm-hmm. it, it can be more difficult to fall asleep. Um, but yeah, it, it's those typical basic building blocks um, that really everyone is doing. Yes, an athlete is doing them to a higher degree, and they are going to have usually a registered dietitian, that's going to be putting their meals together. And they are sometimes going to, usually going to be working with somebody that has a, a degree in strength and conditioning to do their, their workouts. Um, uh, they're probably going to be talking to one of the sports psychologists. Um, so they have a team around them, but that doesn't mean that you can't put in yourself and get really good results
1: yeah yeah and that's and that's so i love that because that's so key to understand and it's it it is so often that people want they want to jump to that right they want to jump to that to that level of detail they want to be like okay tell me how many grams of protein with every meal at at what time um what should it consist of what should be the amino acids in that and so on but yet they're not you know eating on a schedule or or even getting any vegetables or or, or all the basics they're not doing that but they want they want the real specifics um, or supplements i I love well not love but i get a lot of people being like which supplement should i take to do this and this or i feel like i need this and this multivitamin and i'm like are you eating fruits (laughs) Um, so it's um it's it's yeah it's it's very very yeah it's it's not just the athletes who are maybe um, hyper focused on the specifics but and 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 therefore need the help with the basics um, right. so let's jump a little bit because obviously um, and I think you you hinted it um, mental performance is not just for athletes you also um, you also work with regular people who work in in let's say offices or or, or in in support in support roles and um and especially in motorsports, there's a lot of basically people working in support roles, which possibly as a let's say as a non-fan, as someone who just tunes in on the TV and watches the race, they don't even realize that there's dozens or hundreds of people on the track as well as far, far away from the track, who've all done a lot of work in order for that one race to go a certain way. Um, how do you how do you work with or what kind of challenges do you face working with back office staff, engineers, planners, um, uh, yeah, all these. yeah. Re-
0: really good question. and it it might surprise people, but maybe it wouldn't surprise people that it's really similar to um, some of the challenges that I run into with the other corporate clients at the you know the regular, nine not nine to five because most these people don't work nine to five but um but you know if you would like a regular corporate job it's a lot of the same challenges so maybe it's it's you know some communication issues between team members Mm. um the the difference is that these people are in very high profile positions um and so it just maybe looks a little different right because Mm. if at the end of the day your job is to make sure that that a a Formula One car is performing. (laughs) There is some different pressure around that. And we absolutely acknowledge that. And we don't try to minimize that. But it's it's really interesting that the the problems, the issues, the challenges, whatever word you want to use, are really similar to the average person. So it, it does come down to communication and making sure that Everybody's on the same page that we're all pulling in the same direction. Um, you know, sometimes it's um, because there are so many different cultures within motorsport. It's not even that um, you know that people aren't getting along, but it's it's are we speaking the same language? No pun intended, but like are are we are we trying to communicate the same thing? And understanding that maybe just because of a, a, a cultural difference you know, somebody's, whether it's a stress tell because obviously people, when they get stressed out, they display stress in different ways. Some people will get really quiet and withdrawn. Some people will maybe get really animated. Um, you know, it, it's just everybody displays stress in different ways, but helping people to understand that, um, no, I'm not mad at you. I'm just stressed out. Oh, okay. And so a lot of it does come back to that communication piece. And understanding how different people and different, um, cultures communicate and, um, just being, just being able to get everybody to kind of get on the same page and, and, um, and, and talk to each other. So really similar things that you see in, in the average corporate environment, which is hmm. which is kind of fascinating, really. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. To, to help Uh, to help people in such situations do you typically find or do you do you believe that you have to be working with all the parties involved or is it are you able to kind of make a whole team better by just working with one person in that team
0: um i've i've been in in kind of both situations where i've had um you know more senior leaders And then I've also had it where I've had, um, you know, the senior leadership, but then also some of the, you know, the the workers, if you will, um, the direct reports. And I think it's nice when you can have that experience because then you can get everybody kind of speaking the same language, like I was talking about earlier. Um, Sometimes when you have that, we're just working with these guys, but we're not working with these guys as well. And it's not necessarily that I have to be doing the coaching of all those. If if some coach is working with, you know, the the different groups, I think that that can be helpful because I, I think that it can be confusing sometimes if all of a sudden senior leadership comes back and they have this this new language that they're using. And then these folks are like, I don't, this is weird. I don't know where this is coming from. And, and there's almost like a distrust.
1: Mm,
0: mm. Whereas when everybody is, is exposed to that same kind of, okay, yep, we're, we're learning these, these, these new tools and we're all gonna use them together. Mm. It, it seems to have a better outcome.
1: Right, right. Yeah, I can totally see that especially i remember when we were doing the Hinsa certification and we were talking about mental energy there were so many or, or mental focus and all these things there were so many different tools or right. or practices and if if someone was for example always um always on about work and, and never switching off and then suddenly and maybe they're your boss or something and then they come in the next day and they're like now now it's all about take a break every every 45 minutes take a walk do this and you'll be like right. what happened to this person um, right so yeah so it's 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 obviously helpful if if everyone kind of knows the methods um yeah. conscious uh, that we're coming up on time um maybe if you were to kind of sum it up um some of the the uh, struggling for a better word the, the wisdom that you have gained as a as a mental coach for uh, for many years what is maybe one two or three actionable things you would tell people um maybe people who can't can't have or don't have a coach but just three things to to do to try out that will uh, that might or that will have a, a positive impact on on their mental performance and then also their performance overall
0: I think one of the biggest things would be don't overcomplicate things. Um, I too often see people who are like, I'm gonna do 75 hard for some of those like similar programs, right? Um, don't overcomplicate things. Don't, don't think that you need to implement a fitness uh, program and also a nutrition program and also this and this and all these things that, like don't overcomplicate it and try to do too many things at once um a follow up to that would be that small things over time this is very hints of me mm-hmm. are sustainable right so if you can get yourself to start walking an extra 20 minutes a day a lot of people will dismiss that and say well that's only 20 minutes what good is that going to do well it's 20 minutes more than you're currently walking so exactly. 0 to 20 compounded can actually have quite a, a large effect even if you split that into two ten minutes totally fine so start small with things and if you can continue to do them you can keep stacking them up and and the next thing you know you've got all these sustainable habits that you have built over time and then I think the third thing would be: do not underestimate the power that sleep has on all of your different systems, nutrition, um, uh, physical activity, mental energy, all of general health, all of the the different areas of of the Hinsa um, circle of better life. S- if somebody's came to me and said what what should I focus on I don't know where to start honestly at the end of the day most of the times I will point them to sleep and recovery because it does have such an impact if I'm if I'm like I don't know you've got a couple of things here um sleep sleep is huge
1: totally totally agree um I love those tips I think that's definitely actionable for everyone to uh to take away I couldn't agree more um sleep is really really important um this whole mentality of uh hustle now and sleep when you're dead it, it doesn't it just doesn't work it's been it's been proven that it's it's wrong by now um so you're going to be dead
0: sooner if you exactly,
1: don't sleep exactly exactly so yeah jenny thank you thank you so much for coming on the show um i know it's, it's nice. uh, uh you're busy there over there in spain and um uh, either working or or hopefully exploring the city so um thanks for coming on and thanks for sharing your uh, your journey and your tips uh it's been a real pleasure to have you on Thank My you. pleasure. Hello again, ladies and gents, friends of fitness. It's Coach Joe again. Uh thank you for listening in for this episode <clears throat> and uh and I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you took away a couple of things from Coach Jenny's wisdom and experience that you can implement in your life right away, be it on the sleep front, the nutrition front. Um, or the mental mental health and mental energy part itself. So hope you enjoyed it. Drop me a line on Instagram uh, or Facebook if you have any comments, would like to recommend or suggest any guests or would like to be a guest yourself on the show. I'm always happy to find more people who are into health, into fitness and into high performance. And I hope to see you soon on the next show. Bye-bye.